This is Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. You listen to Arrested with your host, Mike Brooks, and criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. Well, Dan, there is a uh, ongoing investigation right now by the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C., and they're investigating the incident outside Fox News host Tucker Carlson's home. Um, and there was some damage done to his car. There was some spray painting done to his driveway. The uh, house, his front door, was basically bumped up against with one of the protesters' body and actually cracked the door. So, and now, investigators with MPD, they are investigating what happened that night as a possible hate crime. And uh, they are saying that the hate crime was motivated by anti-political bias. Well, it's interesting, too, because um, uh, not only was the... uh, And let me back up a little bit and kind of give this some constitutional framework here. What we're talking about is the right to free speech. And by that, I mean everyone's right to free speech, uh, both Tucker Carlson's and also uh, the individual's involved in the protest and so forth and so forth. So the, the point of the First Amendment is to allow free speech to as wide a group of people as possible, Yep. meaning to all Americans, and two, to make sure that their speech isn't restricted. But let me, um, one, there are threats and screaming and hate crimes committed arguably that night. Yeah. Two, and uh, the group behind it, which I believe is called like Smash Racism or something like that. Yeah, Smash Racism DC. There was a tweet that came out and it said the following. But this was addressed to Tucker Carlson. Every night you spread fear into our homes, fear of the other, fear of us and fear of them. Each night you tell us we are not safe. Tonight, you're, meaning Dr. Carlson, you're reminded that we have a voice. Tonight, we remind you, Tucker Carlson, that you are not safe either. Okay. Those are, that's that's threats. That's not free speech. No. That's, and I am about as big of a free speech advocate as you will find. And the Metropolitan Police, in a statement, they came out and they said, we welcome those who come here to exercise their First Amendment rights in a safe and peaceful manner. However, we prohibit them from breaking the law. Exactly. And this is really what's happening in our country now, is that um, what, what everybody needs to understand is that speech can be something that you the listener consider hateful. Right. That is protected speech. And you may not like it. You may feel that it's wrong. You may feel that it's racist. But the person has the right to speak. At the same time, you have the right to speak. Yep. What you don't have the right to do is to intimidate, to assault, to do violence to the speaker. Your response to what you consider hate speech is more speech right from you yep and to that uh to everyone's right to speak as a criminal defense lawyer i will defend that to my dying breath absolutely 
because that's what we're about. Sure. But we're not about violence. We're not about threats. And this is a clear threat. Absolutely. And, and I can tell you, having been involved in many demonstrations and, you know, covering demonstrations when I was with the Metropolitan Police Department of Washington, D.C., you know, that's one of the things we pride ourselves in uh, is allowing groups of any size, uh, of, of any cause to come there and voice their first, you know, their First Amendment, uh, freedom of speech. You know, and, but, but you're right. Because, and the, and the other thing I thought was interesting, when this happened, Tucker Carlson was actually at the Fox Studios up uh, in downtown on North Capitol Street. And his he has some small children. They were somewhere, thank God, that they didn't have to uh, be subjected to this. And his wife was at home fixing dinner. And she went and had to hide in the pantry when she st- heard, start hurting, you know, she heard the pounding on the door. And that's another thing. If we look at if we look at uh, the charges here, number one, here if you have someone that was pounding on the door with their body, with their with their foot, whatever it was, it cracked the door. Now, as a former detective with DC police and knowing knowing the code fairly well, that to me would be uh, an attempted burglary. They could charge because the house was occupied, burglary in the first degree. Uh, which 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 is a which is the highest penalty uh, possible for uh, in the in the statute dealing with burglary. Uh, they spray painted an anarchist sign in the driveway, and it all they also uh, did damage to hit one of his vehicles that was also parked in the driveway. So you've got criminal destruct- damage to property, right? Destruction of property, <clears throat> right there. Um, and, and Mike, let me just say this about the symbol. Yeah. Um, the symbol is really important because of what it represents. Uh, the anarchy symbol, if you look historically in the United States, has a long history of threats and intimidation. Anarchists uh, uh, caused the Haymarket bombing. Uh, they murdered President McKinley. And it's interesting because the anarchists of 100 years ago they were led by a, name, a guy named Bakarin. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, they were kind of the darlings of the left mm-hmm. over 100 years ago. Yeah. And they kind of went out of favor uh, as common sense prevailed, shall we say. Right. But to spray paint that symbol on the driveway is in itself arguably a threat. Interesting. It's also defa- it's also destruction of property because sure. you're spray painting the right by DC the driveway code. exactly. Right? Just, yeah. right? But it's it's an implied threat. I think it can be argued because of what that symbol represents. It's similar to burning a cross in somebody's yard. Yep. It's similar to other types of of intimidation. Like if someone went to a synagogue, a Jewish synagogue, and spray, and spray painted, painted a swastika. Spray painted exactly. Yeah. And so one of the things that we need in this country is we need to have everyone understand. And the law needs to protect speech on all sides. But it needs to protect fairly the speech so that neither side, neither right nor left, can go over the line and threaten and intimidate other people so they are uh, squashed into silence. Interesting. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and... now, I mean, we started seeing uh, the 
anarchist groups again. They had kind of had a resurgence uh, in Seattle and and in Portland starting back in 1999 again. And uh, in fact, December of, of 99, they had the riots out there. They did a, a, a lot of destruction of property. A lot of police officers got hurt. And then most recently, we saw the group Antifa, which is supposed to be anti-fascist, but they act more like fascists themselves. But we saw them on inaugural day uh, going through the streets of Washington, D.C. While the inaugural parade was going on, we saw them breaking windows and everything else. And there were over 200 arrests just in the District of Columbia. Of Columbia. And, and you've got a number of these other groups like Smash Racism that form together with the uh, Antifa group, if you will. And they seem to be showing up. All over the country, you know, and, and it's, and, it's, and it's amazing. Mes- and the message is clear. The message is it's meant to shut people up. And that's the that's where the line is really drawn is you can call somebody names. Sure. That's fine. Uh, you can speak in all different types of manners and protest and everything. But what you don't have a right to do is to intimidate others through verbal assault, physical assault, these kinds of things. Right. Intimidation tactics into not being able to exercise or being fearful of exercising their rights to free speech. Interesting. And that's the line. Yeah. Now, and here, I would argue, it's crossed. It's interesting, too, with your um, with the D.C. statute, it appears to be broader than the federal statute because the federal statute arguably doesn't fit... On the hate crimes. On the hate crimes. doesn't yeah. fit this situation. But you're saying the D.C. statute does. Yes. So please talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we... Uh, uh, I tell you what... We're going to talk about the hate, why this could possibly be a hate crime, and 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 much much more on this. And uh, we've got some other other topics to touch on. We're, you're listening to Arrested with your host Mike Brooks and Dan Conway, and also we talk about Arrested. If you haven't read the book Arrested by Dan Conway, you need to get that on Amazon. It's Arrested. Battling America's criminal justice system. You're listening to Arrested. Pick up the book. It's Mike Brooks and Dan Conaway on the new talk 1067.